Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of the new EDU. We are so excited that you are here with us this week. Yeah. This week, we're going to dive into talking a little bit about what drives us, what motivates us, and being led by our purpose rather than focusing on our problems. Mm. Hopefully, we're going to get through this episode. We have our good friend. You hear us talk about him a lot or reference him, but Chase is here and he is watching Maverick because we have all had the stomach virus this week and that includes Maverick's sitters and all of our closest friends and so we've had no child we had care. to figure out how we're going to squeak <laughs> this in. So speaking of squeaking my chair is also squeaking but here we are and so hopefully Maverick stays alive, Chase stays alive, they have their they live their best life together for they, the next little they, bit. Yeah. So for 25 minutes. I think we can do it guys. Yes. The countdown starts now. Great teachers don't just come from the classroom. They can be found almost anywhere in your life. That's why we, Wade and Hope King, created this podcast to connect you with the stories, the tools, and the joy you need to take education to the next level. Nowadays, everyone's an educator. Whether you chose that career or not. And we're all in this together. So come on, let's do this. Welcome Welcome to to the the new EDU. for today's episode because Wade and I have often talked about the power behind your why, the power behind your purpose every single day. And we've also been talking a lot just about hard and difficult seasons of teaching and how as educators, one of the biggest things that we have got to start focusing on, I think that has been neglected for far too long, is teacher wellness, teacher mental health. The fact that we show up to classrooms every single day and more times than not, we're not capable of showing up as our best selves because we have pushed our feelings, our emotions, the things that we need to the side for far too long. Mm-hmm. And so Wade and I, during this this season and the past few months, have been doing a ton of research mm-hmm. and study just about social-emotional learning and what that looks like for students, but also for educators. Mm-hmm. During this time, you know, it really kind of helped us reinforce the things that we have always firmly believed, and that is, you know, the fact of having a why, having a, mm-hmm. you know, the book, The Purpose Driven Life, right? <laughs> Being driven by your purpose. But yeah. in the difficult seasons, that becomes hard because in the hard seasons of teaching or life in general, we tend to see problem after problem after problem after problem because in the hard seasons, that's what comes up a lot. But the di- most difficult thing with that is that when we become so focused on our problems, then we can't see our purpose. And then we're being driven by our problems and that's not going to carry us very far because it's not something that is going to motivate us and sustain us. So we're going to talk today about four strategies, four things to really help us refocus our attention on our purpose and try really hard to be mindful about not focusing on our problems. And and it's not necessarily strategies, it's proven research uh, that, that we have found during this whole season of us just learning about social emotional learning and absolutely i mean finding is is pretty much we hear all the time what is your purpose what is your why and you may think you know what that is but in reality you may be so confused on what that actually means and so what we're really going to dive into today is 
four key principles. That's exactly what they are. Four key principles to finding your purpose and your meaning in your purpose. And uh, when you look at these four and you're able to kind of digest it and look at it and reflect on each four of these components, you'll say, okay, that's how I can really define what my purpose really is. Yeah. And, you know, I think as educators, the reason that sometimes we don't even recognize that we're confused on our purpose is because when someone asks, you know, well, why, why teaching? Why is that your calling? Why? Because I love kids. That's just the easy, I mean, it's not mm-hmm. that it's an easy answer, but as educators, it would be my hope that we all that's do a, that's love not a real kids, answer. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. of course, like we want to invest in the youth. We want to invest in the future generations. Again, that's not always going to be the thing that sustains right. us, motivates us, and moves us forward. And so being more specific about that and really getting to the heart and soul of our purpose and our meaning, which is what's going to carry us through your, and, and continue yeah, your, to grow us in life. Your, your purpose should never just be teaching in the first place. If that's your purpose to life, you're missing you're missing out on a lot. And say that that's, again. Well, that's what we're going to get into today. <laughs> like, what is your real purpose? Yeah. And being an athlete, being a musician, being an actor, be you guys. We've all heard the story of, and it's sad, but it's true that that these people are some of the most depressed humans on the planet. And there's a reason why. It's because they put their identity in that. And the solely th- in the one yeah, thing, solely into that one or two things. And that's where we're going to talk about these four components and how important they really are. All right. So let's dive in. All right. Yeah. So the first one is really, uh, and we hear it all the time, drink your water, take care of yourself, all of that, right? Being mindful, social, emotional learning is, is, uh, really important. We're putting it to the forefront with teaching, but physical and mental well-being is what researchers have said is the first component, the first principle at really defining your purpose. And it makes sense. If you are investing time in your body, in your physicality, I mean, as humans, we were not created to do nothing to be sedentary. We were created to move. I think for teachers, oftentimes we get stuck in a rut, especially when we're burned out and we're tired. We don't feel like moving our bodies as much. And we don't feel like walking to check on papers or whatever it may be like we're just exhausted but we we still got to push through it and figuring out a way to do that and prioritize that is very important and the same thing notice notice they said physical and mental the the physical is not won't won't get you very far if you're not taking if you're not taking care of yourself mentally and that's one thing that is kind of forgotten because we can't see it and yeah. because we can't see it, we don't think it exists. Yeah. Absolutely does exist. So number one is taking care of physical and mental well-being. You know, and I think that a lot of times, um, I can only obviously speak for me personally, but when you see people exercising, when you see them working mm-hmm. out, immediately my mind goes to, oh, they just want to lose weight. Oh, right. they just want to look a certain way, right? And I think a lot of times that is what, you know, when people hear, move your body. It's like, okay, whatever. Like yeah. some, just some, somebody else, you know, interested in their health and, and looking a certain way and being physically fit. And that honestly has nothing to do with it whatsoever. I can speak to this, you know, for Wade specifically, he doesn't have weight to lose. He doesn't have to put in a lot of effort to really focusing on looking a certain way. I'm not saying that doesn't put an effort. I'm not saying, you know, to have the muscle tone and all of that Wade, don't get carried away. My point here is that for Wade, as his wife, as I'm living with him, I will literally sometimes look at him and say, you need to go to the gym. 
or you need to go downstairs and work out, or you need to go exercise, or you need to go get on the elliptical. And it has nothing to do with his, necessarily his physicality, his body makeup, the way that he looks. It has everything to do with his mental state. And I can tell the extreme difference that moving his body has or, or does for him personally. I can speak for my own self, right? I, I've talked so many times on this podcast about dealing with anxiety and in this season specifically depression. I don't know if I've shared this, but when I was so depressed and, and honestly, I had never really felt depression before. So I had no clue what the heck was happening to me. I thought I was dying. Finally, Wade and my friend Chris helped me really name the fact that I was depressed. And once I did that and I was able to accept the fact that the depression was what I was feeling, I specifically remember you saying, okay, tomorrow, first thing we're doing is we are uh -huh. getting up and we're going for a run. And I did not want, to, like the thought of it, I cried. I did not want to do it. And you said, no, we're doing this. And yeah. that first day, that first run, was the first step in my healing. Yeah. That was the first day that I felt like, okay, I am going to get through this. And then the next day, you made me get up again. And the next day, you made me get up again. And we didn't even run very far. It was like no. a mile. It no. wasn't even, it wasn't like an hour. Like people think that workouts really have to hot. be. It felt like it. So <laughs> those runs were the first step in my healing and really made me realize for the first time, I've always known that exercise is important for mental health, moving yep. your body, but really recognizing the healing power of that. And folks, if you hear an, a third voice, we now have a third guest on this podcast, our son Maverick. So the babysitting, Chase, how'd that turn out? Hey, I'm not a babysitter. <laughs> Chase says he's not a babysitter. And so here we are, all three of us sitting here I, on our podcast. I, I called it. I had a plan. <laughs> I said, what do I have to do to make this to record? They said, oh, we'll get it set. It'll be fine. Okay. So, I, and the, my final words, we'll see. Welcome, Maverick King, to the new EDU, everybody. Maverick, can you say hi? Okay, okay. great. Yep. He's in such that, a good yep. mood. There he is. There he is. <laughs> so anyways, as we start really kind of unpacking our purpose and putting more intention and focus behind that, really Again, setting a goal, setting a habit for ourselves to move our bodies mm -hmm. and to really focus on our our health and our well-being overall physically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that mama. And, the, and well, the, the second principle that we really, really want to dive into is just the belonging and recognition component. So the second principle is belonging and recognition. Um, as human beings, we want to feel liked. I don't care if you are a person who said, I don't care if they like me or not. You, you, you do care and you want to be accepted <laughs> by a certain group, right? And so having a sense of belonging, having a sense of purpose. And what I go back to here is we, we talk often, it's okay to ask for help. It is not selfish when you ask for help, right? One of the reasons why it's not selfish when you ask for help is you're providing someone else with a sense of purpose and a sense of belonging. And so you asking for help is you actually trusting, is you you telling somebody that you trust them enough to receive something from them. Definitely, it's, it's important to, to take care of your body and take care of your mind. But if you're not diving into that second component of searching for some type of a belonging and recognition, then... It's all for naught, right? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta really find, and that's what we talk about. These are four key principles that researchers have found to help you find your purpose. And 
if you don't have this, you're, you're not going to fulfill that. Yeah. And I mean, when it comes to belonging and recognition, you know, connection. We've talked to mm-hmm. Dr. Jody Carrington on this mm-hmm. podcast and about the fact that we're wired for connection. Yeah. And so, again, like you said, you know, it's very easy to say, I don't really care what people think about me. I don't need the recognition. And it's not about you getting and receiving an award. It's just about you being appreciated, showing appreciation, mm-hmm. feeling connected, feeling like you belong mm-hmm. somewhere. Everybody yeah, needs. Too. And that's why during this time we have, you know, encouraged you as educators to find a community community that you can tap into, find a community that you can belong in. Because on those hard times, when we are struggling, it reminds us that somebody is counting on us, Mm -hmm. right? And so again, I'm not trying to tie everything into my story, but just speaking from personal experience, when I was struggling to find my purpose during this season specifically, the Get Your Teach On community, I knew that they were still expecting me to show up. And it wasn't like, oh, better show up. It was I I mattered to somebody, Mm -hmm. right? And so being invested and involved in a community and mattering to people, it's not, it doesn't make you sound arrogant or whatever it may be to say, I want to matter. I want to matter to somebody. There's nothing wrong with that. And so finding again, what community can you invest Mm -hmm. in that's also going to invest in you that you are accountable to, that you matter to, right? And so focusing again on your health and overall well being and then belonging and recognition really finding a community that you are a part of that that needs you to show up, that wants you to show up. And that makes us remember, you know, a lot of times helps us really focus yeah, on our why. Absolutely. And it's, it's so important. Those two by themselves seem like that they would be, all right, that's enough. That's all I need to find my purpose. But it's not. <laughs> uh, the, the, the third principle is really tuning in to your personally treasured activities. And so your hobbies, but making those a priority in what you do daily. Mm -hmm. If you do not have personally treasured activities and they are not on your priority list, you're missing the boat. You you, you can't work 24-7 and not have something that you enjoy doing. And and it's really true. And and that's what the researchers say, that you have got to have a personally treasured activity. And we talk about this a lot when we bring in our, our treasured talents or our hobbies or interests, right? And how much productivity we can have with teaching or in any profession if you focus on those components. And so it absolutely provides a purpose, but it also provides you uh, a roadmap into whatever you, you want to make more lively and more fun, right? If you have a purpose, you're going to have more fun in what you do because you have a sense of belonging, but you can only have a sense of belonging if you are truly, truly taking time for yourself and pouring back into yourself with those activities. Yeah. And I think that gives you something to look forward to, right? Yeah. I mean, again, it's life is so short. And while, you know, education and teaching is so important to all of us, you would not be listening mm-hmm. to this podcast if it were not important to you. It is not your end all be all. We have talked so much about the fact that this cannot be your one and only identity, right? You don't just she wear can. teaching as your only identity. And so what are those little things? What are those small things in life that you really look forward to? You know, yes, I know many of us are parents. I know that when we leave school, that we have a family depending on us. We have a family looking to us. They need certain things, right? They need to have their needs met in our household. But even aside from that, and that's how we talk about that self-care is is not just going and getting our nails done, ladies. It's not just having a, a guy's night at the moon. Yes, that can fuel your soul. But what are the habits that you're putting into place that is 
having you focus on investing and back into yourself, right? Specific things, personally, like you said, personally treasured activities, again, that are like, I can't wait to do this. Whether it be playing tennis once a week, I don't even care if it's something once a week or yeah. a piano lesson or an art, like one of those sips and strokes class. I mean, you know, yeah. I, hey, the sips go along with the strokes. But whatever it may be, really taking time for yourself to do activities that that fuel your soul. Yeah, and you have to refuel your soul. And that just brings us to the last principle of purpose, spiritual closeness and, and being connected spiritually. You got to do what's good for your soul and having a faith. And we often talk a lot about, we both of us are Christians, we are Jesus lovers, and that's our foundation for everything that we do. And there's nothing wrong with that. And if there was, we wouldn't care anyway. You, you definitely have to have a, pers uh, a personal connection spiritually in whatever faith. And, and the research shows if you if you don't have this component, a lot of people say, I don't have a faith and I, I, I'm trying, I'm still searching. I'm, we're encouraging you guys. I mean, obviously from, from us, Christianity is always here for you and, and Jesus is there for you. That's our personal testimony and that's who we are. If you don't have a faith or, or a religion or a spirituality, research shows that you're not going to have a purpose and you aren't going to be able to fulfill your purpose in the long run. And your life will actually be cut shorter if you don't have a purpose. Yeah. You know, I can recall so many times that I have literally said, how do people not have a faith? Because I know during my most difficult, my most trying times, like I know that I have something greater than I, bigger than I to fall back upon. And so um, I can totally see why that would be a a huge component of really identifying, finding, and following the pursuit after your purpose. Because anytime you're trying to find a purpose or anytime you're following a purpose, there are going to be enormous challenges. Like that is just part of it. Um, there's going to be trials that we face. There's going to be times where we're struggling. There's going to be hard moments. And so again, having that faith, recognizing that there is something stronger, bigger, yes. better than myself is, is huge for me when I am really thinking about and focusing on on what my purpose is and what my why is, not only in education, but in this world. Yeah, and you have to have it. You absolutely have to have it. But again, going back to the beginning of this podcast, if you are missing one of these components, you are missing out on truly figuring out what your purpose is. And just the statement that Hope made at the beginning of this podcast of, if, you, if you're in a teaching because you love kids, that's wonderful and great. But the person working at, at the Boys and Girls Club, they love kids too. The person that's doing the that works at a daycare, they love kids too. The person that does youth basketball camps, they love kids too. So we got to dive deeper. And the only way to truly find what your true purpose is besides teaching is looking and diving into these four key principles. And if you're missing one of them, you're missing, you're, you're missing the mark. But that's easy to reflect on and try to figure out. But you know, so much of teacher wellness, it, it you know, in our studies and what we have really focused on and realized that we did not even necessarily intentionally is mindfulness. And I think yeah. that as we are trying to really sometimes get refocused or we've lost our purpose or we don't know what that is, you know, really being mindful around these four principles and saying, okay, I'm going to take some time. I'm going to be intentional. I'm going to be reflective. I am going to really look closely at these four things. Am I moving my body? Am I focusing on my physical well-being? The second thing, do I I have a belonging or, or, or point of recognition? Do I have a community that I mean something to that I 
know I need to show up for. They're counting on me. I'm accountable to them, right? That accountability aspect and community is so huge. Personally treasured activities. You know, we have done podcast, we have done a podcast in the past where we said, write down all of the things that really define you, not necessarily characteristics or traits, but but things that you're spending time on, things that you're investing into, and then take away all of those that have anything to do with education and see what's left. You know, if there's not much left, then let's look at really focusing on what do I want to bring back? What are some of the things that I have sacrificed for teaching And I need to recognize I don't, in fact, have to sacrifice everything to be an incredible educator. I can still pour into myself. I can still have those activities that fuel my soul, right? And those things are what I need to be able to show up and and fulfill my purpose every single day as an educator. And then that spiritual closeness and connection, really focusing on your faith specifically, what that means to you and what role it plays in the center of your life. And, you know, again, these are just kind of four principles that we need to be mindful of in all seasons, yes, but especially in the seasons that we struggle with when we are, you know, struggling as an educator specifically, and we're like, I don't even know the why anymore. I don't even know if I want to do this anymore. Sometimes we have to get back to our purpose beyond education and then allow that overall purpose to guide us, you know, through through the hard times and through the challenging t- times in this field. And, you know, through our research, we have seen how there is so much connection between student achievement and teacher wellness and what that looks like. And, you know, the thing about it is educators are like, well, what are we supposed to do about it? What power do we have? Well, you have the power of yourself. You have the power of your time. You have the power of your boundaries. You have the power of allowing yourself to show up as the best version of yourself. And listen, no administrator, no politician, sometimes not even our best friend knows everything that we need. We have to be honest with ourselves, And I think that that's where purpose really starts to begin is us being honest with ourselves about what we need and then saying, nobody is going to take care of me or provide for me the way that I can because I'm the one who knows what I need. And so we've got to stop. Yes, it would be nice to have a, a perfect administration who knows exactly what we need and can read our minds. Well, ladies, that's like imagining that our husbands can read our minds, right? Or our boyfriends or our partners or whoever it may be. And that's just not the reality, right? And there is no such thing as a perfect administration and there is no such thing as a perfect world. And so we've got to stop waiting for perfect to come to us and we've got to find our version of, you know, not necessarily perfection, but of our best, right? And what we need to be able to show up as our best every single day. So again, if you are struggling during this season, if you are having a difficult time, whether it be this season or a season in the past, or you have a difficult season coming up or or approaching a difficult season, really taking time and just stopping and being mindful around these four principles that we have talked about during this episode can really help bring some perspective, can really help enlighten you on what it is that you need or what pieces or parts maybe are not being fulfilled in your life to allow you to show up as the best version of yourself every single day. Again, I'm going to keep talking about it. We're going to keep talking about it on this podcast. We're going to keep talking about it in education in general, because if we don't talk about what teachers need, nobody's ever going to know. And I don't mean we as in myself and Wade. I mean all educators. We've got to continue to talk about what do educators need to really make this a sustainable profession where educators walk into buildings every single day, showing up as the best version of themselves, because that is where we're going to start with truly transforming education and truly transforming the environments of our classroom. So number one, if we're looking to really define and 
place a huge emphasis and kind of zoom in tightly on our purpose, physical and mental well-being. How are we taking care of our physical and mental well-being? Number two, belonging and recognition. Are we accountable to someone else? Are we investing into a community and allowing them to invest in us? Personally treasured activities beyond the classroom. What fuels your soul? What makes you happy? What makes you feel fulfilled? Because we've got to fill our cups to be able to pour into others. And then that spiritual closeness and connection is that fourth principle. So hopefully these were helpful. Hopefully, again, if you are like us and you have lost sight of your purpose, and trust me, it happens all the time, sometimes more frequently than we even realize, and we're walking through life without a purpose, I'll recognize that I'm not getting very far. And I'm like, hold up, let me take a step back. Let me refocus. Let me reprioritize and get everything centered around that purpose. And that's when I start making my progress. So thank you guys for hanging with us for this episode. I think that Wade just walked out of the door with Maverick. It was a crazy one, y'all. But this, we have promised on this podcast to show up authentically. And today was definitely one of those days. Things have been crazy. Things haven't been going perfectly in our world. World, just like it doesn't go perfectly in your world all the time. And so today was a true reflection of that. Those of you who have kids, what am I saying? Y'all are teachers. Y'all are like, nah, I totally get it. I don't know if this would fly on any other podcast, but I think it works for this one because we all understand that kids are very unpredictable. But thank you for hanging with us for this episode. Thank you for joining us for it today on the new EDU. We hope that you have an incredible week. Teachers, focus on you. Take some time to step back, to see what you need, to refocus on that purpose, to allow your purpose to drive your progress and really pour into yourself. That is not selfish. That is what you need to be able to walk through this journey as an educator showing up as your best self so we will see you guys next week on the new edu keep being you keep doing the amazing work that you're doing keep keep taking one step forward at a time teachers you've got this we'll see you next week the new edu is hosted by me wade king and me hope king the show is produced by chelsea harfush and edited by andrew weller with production support from sterling coates and chase mayo Cameron Berkman is our executive producer. The new EDU podcast is a 3% chance production.